Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Rado, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, a.k.a. Hardball Harge. Jonas Clark producing the show. Mr. Sam spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. Make sure you visit their website at Hazel skyonline.com where you can check out all their latest products as well too and shop from the comforts of your own home and this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by way to grow way to grow is a full service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs that is way to grow official sponsor of the sports crime 736-976 if you know what you want to talk about like always it's open phone lines anything happened over the weekend that's sports related that you want to bring to the airwaves or react to anything that we're discussing today feel free to do that we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and segments and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also don't forget if you want to uh, follow me or interact with me on twitter it's at sports grind and if you want to interact with mike on twitter get with him it's at hardball harge as well and don't forget uh we're streaming on facebook live as well if you want to re- uh, interact with that and we'll get to your comments as we see them throughout the show all right What's up, Hodge? Oh, yes, you saw on the screen already. Uh, everybody's welcoming wow. me to the to the uh, SEC. Yeah, Ooh, man, I got two. yes, sir. Got pigs, uh, pig suey booty this week, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my take <laughs> on that, man. I'm gonna get that take on that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll get to that for sure. Jonas, you ready? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> ready to rock. <laughs> Peeing down the lakes. Like, damn, we up? What? Oh. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Matter of fact, I, yeah, that's what, what's up, Mr. Sams? What's up, fellas? How we doing? Yeah, all right. That's right. It just dawned on me after John. I'm the only one in the dub club this weekend. <laughs> Everybody took them, took them <laughs> males in a hostile environment, by the way. 9 11 weekend. Oh, and on. I didn't have them on the docket. I ain't going to do that. But that's okay, though. That's all right. I ain't going to waste no time today. We got a lot of other stuff to talk. We just go over there. Nobody pay attention. Just keep doing what you're doing. Anyway. All right, so Teddy as you two know, gloves. let's remember that though. Okay, Teddy two gloves. If you're born, Teddy, if you're yeah. Born. Well, you know what? Look, now I will tell you this. Just when we move real quick, that fourth and two, Drew locks in there. You're probably not comfortable to go that, but Vic's like, hey man, I got to get a win in September. Let's keep it going. But now there's something special brewing in there. But we'll see hostile environment. And let me tell you something about that Giants D line. That ain't nothing to sneeze at now. They got a decent D line now. Daniel Jones. They got to get probably back in the quarterback pool and probably you know. uh my man up there, Gettleman, is going to be gone as well, too. 
That's a decent defensive line there. Don't get it twisted. Now, anyway, all right. Yeah, it's going to be a long season for y'all if they get going. All right, so, yes, we got a lot of stuff to get to uh, today. Of course, college. Uh, we'll get there. We'll start with UT. Uh, first of all, there's a lot of other stuff going on. Our UTSA Roadrunners recover. Uh, they get they record their first shutout. Was it 51 or 54 to zero? 54 to 54 zero. 54 to zero. I was and, really hoping they'd go 60. And it shout out something. to Trailer for saying, hey, man, um, we know they got a lot of young guys in. Paraphrasing them. We know they had a lot of young guys. They got a young team. So what we like to do, we try to put in our young team. You know, when things got kind of out of hand, he goes, but I wouldn't expect no drop-off. And sure enough, evidently, that's how he coached them. They didn't have no drop-off. So they tried it. Not like they tried to run up the score on purpose. You know, they pulled starters and stuff, but, you know, credit to them. They're off and running. What they you got? They pulled the starters at halftime. Yeah. At yeah, halftime. Very impressive. It was, it was something. And the place was rocking. 16,000 people in there, and trailers trying mm-hmm. to get it up to 30 this weekend. Yeah. 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 So we'll start with I you. Saw Mr. Sam's having a good weekend over there for the – for the road runners. I saw Mr. Sam's out there doing his thing. Oh, Sam was out there. Yeah, coming, that huh? tailgate was where the real W was taken home. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's where the W was taken home. Um, and then somewhere I heard somewhere, didn't we have like a surprise techno show at the Alamo Dome? Didn't some fireworks get set off by accident? Yeah, it, well, it wasn't. It turns out it wasn't so much by accident. Oh. I mean, I tell you, at 9.30 last night, as we were sitting in our living room and started hearing the, I mean, it was a full-fledged, as if it was a holiday <laughs> weekend type wow. fireworks show. But it turns out some... Uh, some private company rented out the tower, and so oh. it was a part of their whole package they oh, were doing. Okay. All right, man. Yeah, I live right uh, down there oh, from the tower, the and okay. I hear them like every weekend. Wow. It's ridiculous. Okay. All right. So, of course, we got NFL. We're coming off of week one. We put a uh, cap on it tonight. We've got to talk about that. You've got a depleted Ravens team coming in to uh, the Death Star, what they call it, the Raiders. Hey, Raider Nation, let me tell you all something, man. Don't drop the baton. Okay, 3-0 for the AFC West, man. Don't drop that baton on that anchor tonight with a wounded duck coming in, Raider Nation. Let me see what y'all, because it's a lot of talk about the stadium. Oh, the stadium's good. Mark Davis is building a replica. What does the product look like tonight? Okay, wounded team coming in. And it's so disrespectful. They still got the Ravens at a four-point favorite the last time I checked. And we don't know who the hell's running the ball tonight. You know, but well, we, we don't know who's running for the Raiders either. Josh Jacobs is a uh, game time decision. Oh, he's got an illness, right? Yeah, that's right. That's well, right. It's not COVID so, related, though. I don't think. No, no, yeah. it's not. Okay, they had. They, they at least they hadn't said that on the COVID okay. front. All right. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of different action to get to with the NFL over the weekend. Um, Arizona. Did I have them finishing last in the West? Or who did I have last? Or did I'll, I go with Seattle? Yeah, because I'm like, man, did I mean? Because because Arizona sent a message. I mean, that's the Tennessee Titans, um, and I know we got Titans fans that was giving us updates at training camp about secondaries and cornerbacks. Uh, yeah, man, I I tuned in to see what my man was thinking. I looked at it, no, man, Murray was just like he was on a mission. AJ Green looked like he came off the set of the movie Cocoon, man, and found the fountain of youth. AJ was out there making cuts. I'm like, damn, maybe I slept on Arizona. And Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury was in the ref's ass from date from jump about the play clock. I mean, they were they came in there to like because you gotta keep in mind, Arizona started off last year like five and one or something like that. And then the last week they collapsed and lost like six out of the last eight games or eight games or so. So they they kind of cut that momentum and kind of going. You got that smile? What you have? 
Yeah, just that uh, hard. You have the Cardinals in last in the West. Cal, you Ooh. had him in third place. Okay, I thought I had him in last. Uh, Sam had him in last, and uh, I, I got him up top. You had him winning, huh? The way to go, Jonas. Well, there you go. There's a good strike for you there early. Man, hey, hey, listen, that's one, one game. I got you. you that's good. Saying? It's one game. I got. We got 16 of these things left to go. But that yeah. that that's you know you know jumped out at me. That was impressive, though. That yes. was very impressive. Oh, it was. It was probably one of the most impressive victories. Probably, I, I felt that they could win, but I couldn't see them dominate in Tennessee like that. Um, you know, so that was probably one of the most impressive wins over the weekend. Um, also. Uh, you know, hey, the uh, the the Saints, Jameis Winston. You know, a lot of talk is about how bad Rodgers played, but I think we need to shine the light on Winston came out swinging, okay, swinging. And you know, I heard Rex Ryan talk about this this morning. Rex said he he's real connected still in that organization uh, somehow. Rex is, and he just said, hey, look, everybody in that building, including Mickey Loomis, Sean Payton, they said when he showed up. Keep in mind, Jameis Winston was the number one overall pick at one time. All right, Heisman and everybody Heisman Trophy winner. They said when, he show, when they showed up in the building, he was humbled. Like, like, hey, I'm about to learn from Drew Brees. I, I'm about to, and they said everything just to tear it down and build it back up. No turnovers, okay, zero turnovers. Sean said we had this problem, but he came out swinging, and it was funny, hard because I guess <laughs> Drew Brees is on the telecast. On NBC, yeah. and Drew was like, "Well, I guess this is what the Saints has been missing this whole time." I thought that was funny. But hey, deep ball—they couldn't do that with uh, you know Drew Brees. So there's some other games uh, NFL that we'll get to. A lot of different, uh, you know, a little bit storylines. Uh, you know, hey, and no Michael Thomas. Let's don't not forget that. Yeah, no he's Michael in my do- exactly in my dog. I was like, yeah, yeah, Michael. I bet you Michael like, damn man, I should have had this thirty. He go, he all right, man. <laughs> I mean, we give back, nah, man. You punted on this season, man, and I'm sticking to that. But hey, and you know what? And about that game, and shame on me too, because I've been riding the Saints. But I'm like, ah, you know, we'll see. I think Michael Thomas injury played in the fact that defense, man. Saints are every year underrated a little bit, don't get enough. You know, and I remember the years they didn't have a defense early on in the Drew Brees, Sean Payton. It wasn't a big focal point. But in the last few years, they built a defense on that. And the last point moving from that, you know, Aaron, everybody was surprised to see Aaron like that. But to me, I'm like, look, this guy, first of all, LaFleur spent more time getting on planes to go visit him to convince him to play. Aaron didn't have his normal offseason, and at the end of the day, we get caught up like, hey, that's Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, it's one game. I don't think he'll look like that the rest of the season, but there are guys in that locker room like, you're just not going to show up. And, and that didn't surprise He didn't play no preseason, and he spent mm-hmm. all offseason telling his team, I didn't want to play with y'all anymore, whether it was the organizations or whatever it would be. But they laid the wood to their ass yesterday. That was yes. like, And that was at a neutral site, too. That wasn't even in the in the Superdome. It was in Jacksonville. It was Jacksonville. in Jacksonville. But here's the thing to me. He, Aaron Rodgers looks like he's on that State Farm commercial where he's playing music. I'm like, <laughs> this dude looked like he in there really just, just chilling. R- I'm like, you can't go out there and play like that. I know he's going to say R-E-L-A-X, yeah. relax. Yeah. I understand he's going to say that. But at the end of the day, man, you can't go out there to perform like that. I know it's one game. I'm going to continue to say that. But Jamal Adams, I mean, uh, Devontae Adams trying to get a bag, man. Yeah. He, this is this is contract year. He can't have him doing that. And then Davis Love, not Davis Love, that's the golfer. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Love comes in. 
Uh-huh. And he looks sharp. He looks sharp, but obviously Aaron's the quarterback. But yeah. he looks sharp. He he looked like he played during the preseason. Yeah, I, I think Aaron. You know, it's one game. They'll bounce back. I mean, luckily for them. I mean, you know, Detroit Lions. I mean, yeah, they bought, they fought back. They bit some kneecaps. Uh, but the Forty ers <laughs> man, uh, that that was one of those between the and it's just going to depend on how that goes. But that is a team that was just in a few Super Bowl. Now they, uh, what's their running back Mozart? Uh, yeah, they lost yeah, him, but they got that rookie, and that sucked because I had him on the draft. That sucked him going down. But 49ers looked impressive too. Definitely got to talk to about the Colts. My guy, my my Colt fan out there, Zach. I got to talk about y'all, man. Y'all let Russell and Sierra show up and get them goodies yesterday, man. Y'all secondary. Whoever that guy Wilson is back there for the Colts. I mean, he looked like he was on the island des- deserted with Tom Hanks and Wilson. That guy's trash, man. They got you. You got They've got to figure out something about that. But they let Russell hit four TDs, and it don't get any better, man. Because you got Matthew Stafford. Hey, man, I was in Detroit. Okay, hey. that's what was wrong. Hey. I was in Detroit. Hey, now. Yeah, I know that's our what? Super Bowl pick. Exactly. I know. Yeah, hey, there know. you go. And then uh, Russell Wilson was like. Yo, Seattle, we got a deal. <laughs> 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. He said, you don't get me in trouble at home, man. She don't think I requested it. Oh, it was a long day for her yesterday. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, man, back here on the Sports Crime, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Routers Card Club Studios. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, they're always hiring great company to work for, do a lot of things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. Yeah, man. Russell came out and looked for them goodies in the secondary, man. Whoever this Wilson is, dude. And look, man, I was pretty high on the Colts, too. And it's one game I still am, but they've got to – that just shows you how hard it is, man, to win in the NFL to build a team because it's like a, a hole of water that's leaking. You go and put the tape on there, then you put there, and here's another leak. Got one of the top offensive linemen, got the D-lines linebacker, but, oh, yeah, our secondary. You know, Colts ain't had a, a safety since Bob Sanders, and that's a long-ass time ago. I've been saying that about like the Colts. Oh, he was a beast. He couldn't stay healthy, though. He wrecked his body half the time, but he was a beast at that safety position. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but yes, the Jason Garcia, I see you. He's checking in Facebook Live. He said, hey, man, Calvin, I'm a Seahawks fan, 12th man down here in SA. Good job, man. Good job. Because that NFC West, everybody got to win. That I mean, everybody got to win, you know? That's, I mean, the West is the NFC West is gonna be a, it's gonna be a gauntlet, man. Especially if Arizona's gonna come to a party like that. We saw what the Rams would do uh, last night, and I'll tell you right now, it's official. Nagy's the worst coach you can have if you got quarterback competition <laughs> or thing. I've given him, I've seen it through Trubisky, through through Nick Folt. Like this guy here, man, it's like I promise you, he's telling people, he's telling these guys like some different things or somebody. It's like, man, go in and pick one, man. You trotting this out like this is this is a damn arena league or 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 something in college, Division Big Twelve. Like, oh, we gonna have these packages and we gonna let you throw it. Pick one and roll with it, man, because that ain't a. And let me tell you, the thing that's getting lost in that Chicago, that defense is taking a step back. Coaching matters. I know Chuck Pagano retired last year. They've got a new defensive coordinator. 
Vic Vangio the Great, he went on to greater things. He's not there no more. Bigger and better things. He's that that defense, because Khalil and all that, I get who they were playing for, but that's due to the fact they're not a championship team and probably a playoff team, probably going to put Justin out there. But we'll circle back to that. I want to get back. I want to get to Pig Suey, Harge. Okay. Um, Look, man, the thing that stood out to me about this is two things. I'm going to give you the floor on this. But is one, I'm thinking, like, there's no way that quarterback competition was that close. I, after two games, I mean, I understand they won last week, but, I mean, I think he had a QBR of, like, 17 point something uh, against Arkansas. Then when Sark puts in the kid, Williams, he, he, you can see the difference even in the gut to want to go. Um, have they named a starter for this coming up week? Did they? Yes, they they flipped the script and they put Casey Thompson as the starter going forward. Okay. Well, I say going forward, but I'd say for this at least week, for this week. Then, okay. Exactly. But here's here's the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah. Go Kyle. ahead, Harge. Go ahead. I I I do the Harge Knox Life, you know, the mm-hmm. podcast, right? And that is where I really, really dive into the Texas Longhorns. Mm-hmm. This has been the biggest problem for me since day one, and it goes back to your point of what you just said about. Matt Nagy, the, the competition wasn't that close, right? It's not mm. that close. You can see it. You, you've you mentioned it to me numerous times. The energy just changes when Casey Thompson goes into it. And I've said this over and over and over again, and I got to quote my man, uh, Allen Iverson. We talking about practice. People mm. are talking about how someone performed in practice. And I thought, I've always thought, that that's been the worst thing that you can do. Because like Zach Wilson said earlier, I'm going to take chances in practice so I know what I can and cannot do in the game. Uh, Hudson Card is a he is going to be a good quarterback. The moment was too big. And I think that the beginning of the season, and I told you this, and I told Jonas this, and I told the Sports Grind Nation this, I said, Casey Thompson should have been the starting quarterback, and then you move to the young guy. You don't move from the young guy to the older guy because the younger guy's psyche is going to be different if he's coming off the bench as opposed to being benched. Right. And he and and the older guy has already been there. Casey Thompson has been there. He's want, went through all the practices. He's three years in. He's already graduated from college. He's graduate. He's in grad school. The dude is mature. And just because he doesn't practice well, and this can go for anybody, if he doesn't practice well and he performs in the game when the lights are on, that's all that matters because practice don't make you a win or a lose. That's where you practice. That's what it's for. You're not winning and losing in practice. What you're winning and losing is when you show up on Saturdays and Sundays, Mondays and Thursdays, and you lose the game. Now the people are looking at you differently. I agree. That's a good take. Um the bigger picture, besides the quarterback popping out at me, the other bigger picture was this, was thinking about the future, the big big picture. And Texas coming to Big 12. I mean, the SEC. Look, man, I, you know, that's why I keep asking the guys, Chip, and the guys we've had on, like, what is Sark trying to fix? Because I'll tell you right now, that's a bottom SEC team. They Arkansas has been down for a few years now. Okay, Belima was there. This is the thing, but and this is what I'll say. If Texas, before they make this jump, this is what this is going to come down to, and this is what they brought them in here for. 
Sark is going to damn near really, in my opinion, almost have to flip that roster, rush the type of recruits and go to get SEC ready. They cannot come in there like that as that team is structured. And not the, the guys that Tom Herman has gotten, the guys that Charlie Strong, because you, everybody, it's just like when you get a first-round pick and you go first round. There's first-round busts. When you say, hey, well, Texas is recruiting four stars and five, the couple guys that they've gotten are that four or five, they're just not panned out. And it hasn't looked, and they don't look like that showed that they don't, in the environment they went into, a hostile environment, that's an old rivalry. I get it. But they're going Sark is going to have to flip this roster big time to get SEC ready to go and get play. Because the difference in, is since they're joined at the hip and the, the alumni just to go back and forth between AM and UT, in my opinion, the difference between Jimbo taking over UT. Because when Jimbo took over, not UT, Texas AM, when Jimbo took over Texas AM, Kevin Sumlin, it, it, like, he had guys that were SEC type of guys. The problem with Kevin Sumlin, it was just, the, it was maybe the grit, not being able to finish a season. They couldn't finish. They couldn't finish leads. But they had the skill and speed. When I look at Texas, man, I, I don't see, I haven't, and this ain't killing Sark. I haven't seen it really with Tom Herman. And I haven't seen it really with the toward the end of Charlie Strong. That's why it's like it's something going on up there. But Sark, it's his well, first year and he just got there. But what's what's up, Harge? Well, you got to also remember too, Mike Sherman recruited well to to Texas A and M too, and he got those big linemen. True. When yeah. he was at the, and that's what it's all about. Now, and it goes back to what I asked, what I brought up last week when Sark was like, the roster's not constructed the way that I would have hoped and I was like well what does that mean are you who are you questioning what are you not looking at to where you're thinking that it's not right and what it looks like is what we saw this past weekend and like I said I can I can take the jabs and the punches from this weekend because it that's what it was it was it was a beat down and it was we're not ready for prime time and I think a lot of that goes back to number one they didn't scheme well. They didn't practice. I mean, that they weren't ready for that defense. And for a team to get that kind of pressure on a three-man front playing the diamond type of stuff hmm. that they were playing with, with three deep at the safety position, Texas wasn't prepared for that. And Barry Odom, give him his just due. That mug had that defense flying to the football. The hmm. offensive coordinator, Kendall Bryles, had a perfect game plan because – he was pulling the the middle linebacker all the way to the far side of the field. They would shift the back out of the backfield and make them go all the way out there. And that's why they ran for 333 yards on the Jeez. ground, my friend. Jeez. Yeah, man. That's that's just that's just that's just the will right there. They just knocked the will out of you. They gotta fix it, man. They they go, they they yeah. got some years before they transfer over. They gotta fix it, man. Be one of those, tell your mom, I'm moving out, Dad. I'm moving out of this house. I'm getting my own place. I'm moving from y'all. I don't need y'all no more. Get your ass over there, man. You might be coming back home. Okay? That's the bottom That's the bottom half Did of the Did y'all change my room? Yeah, Did y'all exactly, change my room yet? Exactly. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. 
So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Hard, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands, spinning the one and twos. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. If you're looking for alternative Mexican food, Beto's is the place. They're located off of Broadway. Don't forget, now they offer brunch seven days a week as well. They're celebrating over 20 years of serving great food here to the San Antonio area. That is Beto's, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. Um, yeah, man, I, that's the thing I took away from that. The quarterback position, like, okay, this is a battle number two. They just don't have those guys. They just don't have those kids yet, man. Not to make that move where they're going. I mean, you got to give him time. He just got there, and that just goes now, man. When you change pro coaches in Division One college, even on any level, but especially in college, that sets you back a little bit. You got to get that that going. And Harge and I talked about it on last week that we both share the same sentiment is that, yeah, I do like coaches that will sit there and say, hey, man, I don't care if these are my kids or not, but that's not real. There's only a handful. There's only two or three guys that can do that. Um, you know, so that and, – and Sark, I mean, trust me. I First of all, like, I, I didn't agree with him getting this job, to be honest with you, and I've said that before. That was before Hard got here. I didn't agree with him getting it because I felt that I'm all about second chances, but I think just because you go – and be the assistant and the coordinator for Alabama, based off of your stop at USC, based off your stop at Washington, that prestige job, and that's the type of, that's what I have, the standards of that Texas job or how much prestige that is. I don't know if you, I don't know, I don't like to use the word deserve, but I just disagree with it on that. You know, there could have been, and that had to be one of those. And again, and Texas is in this point where their alumni and the old money, it's like, and because it's like they got they it's like the name brand and the and the names got to be there with their hire. That's the reason why Brad McCombs flipped the lid on Charlie because it went and he wanted Gruden at that time. Gruden was trying to get Grope to come back in college and Texas Gruden because they want that name. Sark kind of carries that name like, hey, whether it's controversial problems, demons, he fought. Oh, and he was the offensive coordinator with Alabama and he's coached these quarterbacks in the league. It was that whole instead of just sniffing out because the guy that I thought they should have hired even before Charlie that would still be there and Texas would have probably been in the top five in the playoff, and that's my man James Franklin out in Penn State. That's who they I felt they should have went and got from Vanderbilt at the time, you know. But it's one game. Who they got next? Hard. Who's Texas got next? Uh, they got Rice. They okay. play Rice All on, right, with the uh, doctor order. But the, but 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 you still. I mean. I know they have rice. I know they have to play that game, and I know that Casey will probably come out and look great. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem that I have, and this is the same thing, is Texas impatience with everything. It's it's they're so impatient. Let's not forget, Mac Brown didn't win a conference championship until his eighth year. Hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He wasn't. You know, you you have to be patient with someone. You have to be patient with the fact of, okay, we've run this guy out. We've run this guy out. This guy has made coaching changes. This guy over here got rid of all his coaches and brought in a new staff. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to fire everybody, pay that off, 
And they bring in a whole new staff. If Texas doesn't give a person time to, as we've talked about, develop his players, develop his staff, it'll be a constant cycle. I agree with that. I agree. That's going to be take. a constant cycle. And to back up what you said, James Franklin was up there. He was one of the guys. Dabo mm-hmm. was on the list. But the problem was your boy, Nick Saban, was supposed to be the guy. Yeah, but see, to me, I think that before we move on to this, I think with the Nick, because it was a state, a radio station out in Houston, because I followed this when it all went down. I think, but the thing was, it was, this was kind of talked through back channels between Nick and Houston. And I don't think Nick ever gave them. A hundred percent, like yeah, this is gonna. I'm gonna go because of just what he built in Alabama. But I think Texas and their cachet and their love. I think it was one of those they feel like there's nobody that's really turned out of Texas. And because we were talking a hundred, the rumor was like a hundred million at that time. Okay, and that's nothing now. Yeah, compared, right? Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so to me, yes, I always thought like uh, you know, because the the, the the reason why they had legs because. Nick off record has always told, and I forgot who reported it was a station in Houston that, hey, if there's ever any job that I would ever think about, even leaving Alabama for it wasn't even if it was that Texas and that ran got legs and it got to the power of B and they made they shot the shot. But I think it got maybe getting caught up in that. You missed a guy in James Franklin that can recruit well, that walked in a difficult situation at Penn State. I mean, O'Brien did, but it was like it was still dealing with some residue, and they're they're one of the teams that can compete in the Big Ten. But anyway, it's one game. Rice is what the doctor ordered. I was just thinking big picture. Now, they fell out of the AP 25, I'm pretty sure, right? They're out. Yes, they so, did. So, they're so, out. They're, they're, yeah, they're not ranked anymore. Uh, and then uh, – and it was announced today, and this is one of the things that I was telling some people earlier. This is how the conference is going back at Texas. Their first conference game next Saturday, not this coming Saturday, but the following, the 25th, they take on Texas Tech at 11 a.m. They're playing an 11 a.m. game on the first conference game at home. <laughs> Here's like, what they think about yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, damn, you leaving us anyway, man. No, hell no. You know, I feel you, man. The question, the story with this team is, okay, can they get back in the 25? I mean, we got a ways to go before we get that first playoff committee, you know, poll that really matters. I mean, AP just yeah, bring yeah. it up for fun, but it, it's just one of those. I think it's the way they lost, man. I mean, I knew it was a game they possibly could lose, but I didn't anticipate them getting, you know, dominated like that. It's definitely alarming, but we'll see where Sark and them go from that. Um, also, real quick before we dive back in the NFL, uh, down goes Ohio State. Um, down goes Ohio what State. I tell you. Yeah, you. What did, I tell that you. was on the picks, right? You, you picked them to cover, right? Or did you didn't pick I them? T- right? I, I said I, I, I said this game is wrong team favorite. This is a terrible, terrible matchup for them. Even with their guy out, even with their defensive end yeah. out, it was just Mario Cristobal is a name that. Before Sark, he was one of the guys that was on the list to come to the University yeah, of Texas. Yeah, I remember that. I because remember of that. his the way he develops his players, he's an offensive lineman that just gets it. And well, let me he was do, another one of those guys, man. Well, this is the thing. I want to give credit to the brother Anthony Brown, the quarterback. 
at Oregon because his bald. poise, every time the horseshoe started to get rocking and make that make that push and 100,000 just going crazy, Brown basically had that poise. But, hell, he's a transfer, right? Isn't he like a senior, like a fifth-year senior transfer? I mean, he's been – he's got experience. He's been around, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he came well, from it, Boston College. Okay, yeah, it showed. It shows that because that experience kind of calmed him. But to go in there without your best player on defense and arguably what people think the best defensive player in the country and a – what were they, a 12-point underdog? 14-and-a-half-point 14 underdog. Yeah. Day has not lost a regular season game since he's been there. That was impressive. That was impressive. And I think Ohio State got dropped down to nine, if I'm not mistaken. They went down to nine. But, but that's the other thing, too. How do you how do you gauge and put a line out like that against a team that is ranked number 12? It, the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why these preseason rankings, I don't think we should ever have them. You got to yeah. let some games be played before you get into it and just go, okay, let's go into – once everybody gets ready to start conference play, full slates of conference play, that's when I think you should have it because yeah. you've got a sample size of everything. Everybody's played three games, and then you're getting ready to go into conference play, and I think you should be able to judge it by then. Hell of a win for the Pac-12. Pac-12 ain't had one of them wins in a long time, even as a conference. That was a big win for the Pac-12 to go in the shoot. And like I said, time difference. Them kids were on a 9, 10 o'clock start in their body, mm-hmm. and they feel like they were ready to go. That Ohio State was a team traveling from a different coast to play a game. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky's Smoke Shop. Um, yeah, it's that we'll, we'll see where they go from there. Speaking of uh, UT, they can either grow from it or not. Uh, but big, you did. You know what? Now that Jonas refreshed my memory, and I'm thinking like, yeah, you know what? Went back to Friday. Yeah, you did say the wrong team was favored in that Ohio State. Good call, Hards. Probably your best one so far here yet. That one. So far, so far. Yeah, oh, so don't forget, good. I got another one. I got a couple of them out there for you. Okay, we got All some right. more coming out uh, there, Simone. Okay. I, I saved some up for you. All right. Okay. Well, um, first off, I want to go back to the NFL. I want to get into. Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Before I do that, Oof. I want one other college that came through my mind. Um, hey, Chris Duell, what the hell was that, man? And USC. Listen, man. <laughs> hey, first of all, and this is this is that lady. I forgot her name up there in the front office, the athletic department. Oh, we don't want Urban. He's not good for here. We're gonna stick with Todd Hilt. Uh, listen, man. You get a monster win in the Pac-12 in the day, in the horseshoe, and you come in as USC favorite, okay, after basically having a rally last week. And Stanford played last week against Kansas State, okay? They had zero points through three quarters, okay? They couldn't score in a monkey whorehouse with a fistful of bananas last week. Oh, what was I saying? What? <laughs> okay. So, you never heard that, that saying? Yeah. So, at the end of the day, they couldn't score with the damn. And they come in, and y'all, and USC lets them run out the building. Terrible. Somebody check on Duel, man, because he, he, he's been repping USC in these regions for a while. And well, they he, couldn't he move. He's off this week. 
Oh, well, yeah, he probably needs that's to be why. off. Yeah, because that, that's that's bad. I had to get that one because that, to me, that was embarrassing. Or he, he at least missed this morning. <laughs> right. So let me tell you this. You know, you said that you said that was a big, big victory for Oregon going into the shoe out there yeah. in uh, Ohio State. But don't forget last week, UCLA. Yeah. The LSU. Yeah. No, it's a Pac-12 yeah. is so up to a Pac-12 spot. is showing up. They say, yeah. y'all ain't going to let us go to the party? Exactly. We're going to have our own party No, now. they have. You joking, but I do believe there's some talks amongst – because you got to think, the athletic direct – I mean, the commissioner of the Pac-12 last mm-hmm. week on the U.S. – he even said, he was like, hey, we think this is a pretty good conference. See, what happens is these Pac-12 media day, whatever, when the coaches get together, they talk. They know like, hey, man, you know what, well, let, let's, let's go out and respect – you know, Rep this conference very well. You damn right, and that's what and that's what kind of disappoints about USC's performance too. Your crosstown robbers are starting hotter than fish grease. Okay, yep. that's setting up that whole UCLA USC, and then you and no and again, you know that's why Shaw. I like him. I always thought that eventually he's going to come to the NFL at Stanford, but you know. I, that's that's all him because that team last week against Kansas State was awful. And they come out and drop, I think, what, 40 on USC or something Mm -hmm. like that? And that's after USC should have all this juice. Like, this is our time. Oregon got a win for us, and they let – but Todd Helton, that's my man in USC, right? They should No, uh, uh, Clay. Clay 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 Helton. Helton. Not Todd Helton. Clay Helton. He should have been gone a couple years ago. Todd's the baseball player. Yeah, my bad. Todd's the baseball (laughs) player. Clay Helton. He should have been gone a couple years ago. That that, that, – I don't know. It wasn't the athletic director, but somebody saved him. Cause, Lynn cause, Swan. Lynn Swan. Remember, Swan, he got fired because of that. He's supposed to be out of there. They brought in, oh, wait, Pat Hayton, then Lynn Swan, and now mm-hmm. they got somebody else. And and everybody's out there saying this This has been – They. I saw a report that said the fans are tired. They're not even arguing no more. They're not going out. They're not saying fire him anymore because – it's over. It's like, why am I going to continue to say it? Because the athletic department and the people ain't listening. It's a bunch of politics. They didn't want Urban. Yeah. I, I guess it was the yeah. negativity around that scandal a little bit, but it's crazy. Seven three six nine seven sixty. All right, switching gears back to the NFL. Um, and we're coming up. We're coming up against it. Yeah, we'll we'll parlay it over. But the Pittsburgh and Buffalo, uh, big game. We talked a little bit about Friday. Pittsburgh came out struggling. I mean, Buffalo's a good defensive team. But Pittsburgh really showed kind of defensively when healthy where they were at when they went 11-0. The only negative thing I'm going to say about Pittsburgh in that game, and I understand they playing uh, Buffalo, and, and, and they went to win. I'm going to tell you about Ben, and this is the deal that I'm seeing with Ben. And I said this last year. Ben is tired of getting hurt, man. I mean, I mean hit. Ben does not want to get hit anymore. I guess when you get to a certain age in the NFL and you take and you play the way Ben has played, you go back to some of them old Ravens versus Pittsburgh games back in the early 2000s, Ray Lewis and them boys. When your body goes there, Ben's got happy feet in the pocket. He got away with a second. They made some adjustments. Bill's defense is no slouch, especially around Bill's Mafia and, and Orchard Park up there. But Ben, watch this going forward this season. Ben is throwing off his back foot. He's there because he does not want to get hit. I grew up watching Ben like, I mean, I was already adult then, but I, I saw Ben come in the league 
and he would sit there and take a, a, a linebacker come and stare down him, and he gonna get clocked in the chin where you could hit, deliver ball. Yeah. He's tapping all around, man, that doesn't want to get hurt, get hit. Pay attention to that, Steeler fans, going forward. But they got the W. That's a hell of an impressive win. Is too. I don't know what the hell that play call was. Josh Allen them did behind the line of scrimmage. But that's a big win <laughs> for Pittsburgh, man. Seven three six. TJ Watt got his money, baby. Yeah, he did. Impact game too. Impact play as yep. well. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. When it comes to delivering customer support, there are some things you don't want teams to hear. Intercom's streamlined support platform clears up space for more organized workflows and peace of mind. Our business messenger uses chatbots, shared inboxes, apps, and more. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Intercom. Less of this. And more of this. To learn more, go to intercom.com support.